0: What's up, everybody? This is B. Floyd. I am Shantae. I go by Shantae the Black Therapist, and we're gonna jump into relationship goals. What is it to me? What does it mean to have a healthy and foundational relationship?
1: Right. Uh, previously, we touched on the first pillar we uh, found that will be important, which was trust. This time, we're going to focus on commitment and what we think is the second important pillar of it. A foundation in a relationship
0: yes commitment what is the definition of that have we ever really looked deeply into it which is according to Webster's dictionary the state or quality of being dedicated to a cause activity etc and for our purposes right that cause is or being dedicated to a relationship a person
1: right the cause of a relationship the cause is your mate uplifting your mate, making sure that your relationship is stronger and getting stronger every day. What you can do is engage in self-growth. You can communicate to your partner what communication is and what commitment is to you.
0: Yes, we gotta be committed to one another, right? We can't just, just say, yeah, we wanna do this and at and every little thing that comes up, because things are gonna come up in relationships. We can't just walk away or turn our back and say you know what this is too much this is too hard anything worth having is worth working for and relationships are tough they can be and they take work it takes action and you have to be committed to your partner in order to get the results and the quality of a relationship that you want
1: correct what you want want to do is recognize what your needs are and be committed to that and tell your partner what your needs are you need to also try to find some things that you can focus on. A lot of times we try to focus on and put our all attention on our mate. And there and in a short term that that may be effective, but in the long run you may have some some regrets and and some some hostility towards your mate because you feel that you have committed everything to your partner and this time you have nothing to go for yourself. You have nothing no no outlets for yourself and you feel that you're, you're running empty.
0: Yeah, I think sometimes in relationships, we it is easy to lose yourself as an individual, right. right? We have to make sure that we are still healthy individuals. A lot of people think, oh, I bring 50%, you bring 50%, and that makes a healthy and, and a great relationship. But no, we have to bring the closest of 100% of who we are, right? We're not perfect. We're not always going to hit that mark. But the closest to that as possible, mentally, physically, emotionally, right? We have to bring all of us and be committed that that person is going to do the same thing. And that's how we get a healthy relationship that that has the the, the opportunity for success.
1: Right. Create the opportunity for your partner as well to create the opportunity for yourself. You have to have some self-growth. You have to recognize within yourself some things that you can work on that can that can help the commitment in your relationship you need to communicate with that within yourself you need to find some things some avenues that that your partner has communicated to you that the her needs are or his needs are you need to find that and you need to focus on that and try to build yourself up in those needs in those areas that your partner needs in.
0: yeah we we gotta build each other we gotta be a support a a foundation for each other all of us aren't going to be strong in all areas right and a lot of times we pick our mates because they're there may be more outgoing or they are stronger in an area that we're not because we're attracted to that, right? How do we become a team, though? How do we make sure that our needs are being met? Everyone is is winning in this in this scenario in this relationship, and there's there are no losers. I think sometimes as women we feel like, man, we're, we're putting in everything that we have, and and this person that I'm with may not be recognizing that all the time, right? We got to open up the the lines to communicate that what we need
1: correct you also have to appreciate the differences in each other there are going to be differences in male and female There are gonna be differences in the way you were raised there are gonna be differences in the ways that the things you observed in a relationship and what commitment was and in, in your parents relationship and older siblings relationship they have all different uh, issues and definitions of what commitment is uh, you need to recognize that and appreciate the difference, difference differences in your relationship
0: some of the the words that that go along with commitment right dedication devotion allegiance loyalty where does your loyalty lie in terms of self right and in terms of being if i say i want to be with you right i got to commit I got to like, um, sacrifice some things and not just in a negative way, mm-hmm. right? Because we're gaining something by being in a relationship. That's how we should see it. But that means our perspective also has to change our views on just some things have to change because now we have to incorporate another person, their likes, their dislikes, what they need, what they don't need. And cause it's, it doesn't, it stops becoming all about us once we enter into a relationship although we cannot lose who we are right and so it's it's trying to find that that sweet middle spot that healthy balance to where i can be an a healthy individual but then that makes me a stronger partner in my relationship and what 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 needs to happen in order for that to happen
1: right you need to you need to sometimes Ask you as to what your partner wants. Sometimes on movie night, you may want the the action movie, the the shoot 'em up movie, and your significant other likes you know the more slow paced or the, the more loving romantic comedy movies. Sometimes you have to commit to what their differences are, and you have you have to accept that okay tonight we're going to we're going to watch this movie. We're going to watch this genre movies because this is going to further enhance our relationship. This is going to further get our commitment together. She's going to know that I've committed to her and committed to her likes, knowing that she has a different view on movies sometimes, but I'm going to commit to the relationship because I care for this person. So I'm going to commit and find something in this, this genre of, of movies that I like and enjoy this with my partner. That's a, a sign of commitment.
0: Yeah, that's a good sign of compromise, right? But we can't just always give in to our partners and what they want. Yes, it's finding that healthy medium, but it's also a form of, you know what? I can I can agree to disagree sometimes. Maybe you get to watch that movie, right? And I don't have to all the time. Sometimes right. that's good too, because even with sports, let's take that for an example, <clears> right? <throat> some some men love sports; they watch it every day. Am I going to sit there and have to watch that? Because that does that not show I'm not committed to the relationship? I don't think so. But there's, right? there's
1: sometimes that you should come down and sit with your mate. If they're really into sports, there should be. Sometimes when you sit down and watch the game and enjoy that and show that you're with them, if they have a particular team that they like, um, it's all right to go ahead and, and buy a shirt and watch watch the game with them every now and then and, and cheer and show some disappointment if they lose and show some excitement when they win.
0: This is true. There's nothing <laughs> wrong with that. We're not saying nothing wrong with that, but that also has to be reciprocated in a true. relationship, very right? True. You can't just expect your partner to give, give, give and show, 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 and then we don't reciprocate that. So just keep that in mind, right? Always being um aware of the other person right not that we're tiptoeing we're walking on eggshells "Uh, i gotta do i gotta do this perfectly i gotta do this just like this no the biggest thing is in which we're gonna get into as we continue our journey on learning the foundation the 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 things that go into a healthy foundation of relationship is communication right? It does all boil down to that, but we need trust. We have to be committed. We have to be in this relationship 110% more than, than just any, any just friendship, right? If we say that we are going to commit to one another.
1: This is very true. You need to be friends and you need to commit to it. You need to find ways to further enhance your commitment. Either that's talking, you need to find some intimacy, whether it's that's that's close uh sitting close and talking gazing into each other's eyes asking each other's important deep questions to see what their answers are and really listen and, and try to pay attention take mental notes of what what they're saying how they're saying it and things of that nature those are these are steps and ways to build a solid foundation into commitment and to further strengthen your relationship
0: yes so continue with us as we journey along and not only finding, right, the, the beauty, the root, the source of what it means to have a healthy foundation, but actually practicing that in our everyday relationships. And now my husband is going to take it away with our next segment, mental health
1: and sports. What's up, everybody? Now we're going to focus on sports and mental health. We're going to our topic today is going to be uh, our basketball player DeMar DeRozan, who used to play for the Toronto Raptors, who's now used to play for the San Antonio Spurs, who is currently a Chicago Bull. Um, He has he is battling depression. He has some issues with uh, anxiety as well. In two thousand and eighteen, he sent out a tweet that said, "Depression get the best of me." I mean, let's just focus on what will make a, a grown man at this time, at the height of his career, in the NBA, making millions of dollars. Just tweak this out. I mean, this is a, it's a call for attention. It's a, it's a call for, for help. So um, depression sometimes, it, it doesn't have a, a face. It doesn't have any rules. It doesn't have any guidelines. It can come to anybody at any time, no matter where you are in life. For him to to tweet that out, he had to be in a certain space where he was looking for some answers to why he was feeling the way he was feeling. So just imagine on somebody that's just working at at a regular job that doesn't have the 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 amount of access to money, the the access to resources, the access to to people to talk to. Just see, he had that that sitting on his shoulder. So just imagine. Regular people that that they'll have the the opportunity or the resources or, or, or the the people around them that that are that want to talk to them. So this is just something that we can look at as this is another beacon of somebody that that's showing that that mental health is very important.
0: Yeah, I think people look at athletes, DeMar Rosen, a, a great athlete um, in his own right and say, well, he has it all. He has money. He's in the league. He's, he's traveling. People love him. He has praise. He has this. We don't know people's lives on when, when the camera goes off, when, when they're not on the court. Right. And he definitely had to be going through something to tweet that. We also know that that was maybe a time where him and his wife weren't in doing the best in their relationship. It was reported that during the 2017, 2018 season that they they separated, but they, they later reconciled. So definitely there were some things going on and that's, we don't talk about that enough, how our mental health, right? A person's mental health not only affects them, but does affect the relationships. When you're with a person struggling with, let it be, whether it be anxiety or depression, and you're in a committed relationship in a marriage, your partner is also going through that as well, right? And we don't know what that was like for both of them, but it, it's great to hear that they later got back together, and hopefully they got some help during that during that very hard time.
1: Right. Uh, we, we often think about NBA players, uh, like my wife said, as people that have it all. So the the impact on his separation from his significant other back in two thousand and seventeen, I mean I don't know if he uh, admitted to that being a, a strong contributor to uh, his depression, but I'm sure it it had it weighed some on his depression because he's he's going through a lot he he's in playing in a sport that's focused on you have to be a man's man you, you you're making money you have to you're there holding people up you're, you're supporting people and you look around and, and, and things are, are slowly falling apart you, your significant other you're, you're fighting with your significant other but you go to practice and your coach still wants you to perform you still have to put up 20 to 25 points carry your team while you carry your family it's it's hard to to really put that in perspective, when when you're when you're looking at somebody that's in the limelight, I mean it's it, it's it's very tough. You have to to focus on what is he doing and what can he do to alleviate some of this depression when he has this limelight and all this pressure around him.
0: I love to hear though that he didn't just stop there with tweeting that he became an advocate. He became a spokesperson. He partnered with Kevin Love, you know, his fellow NBA player to really promote the importance of mental wealth. I mean, they really lobby to make sure that now every NBA team has a mental health professional on their staff, which I think is amazing and should have been there from the start. But when these things aren't, you know, um, priority if they're not the focus from the beginning then it get then it does fall through the, the cracks most often and it's just unfortunate that our mental health usually is the last thing for us to focus on when it should be the first thing it is the most important thing you know really to us if our mind is not stable right nothing that we are going to do can be because it starts there
1: correct right. when when Demar came out kevin love felt like it was it was opportunity the veil has been lifted so everybody can come out and and feel comfortable in talking about it and he 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 spoke to uh Demar DeRozan being being the one that made him feel comfortable also uh Van Vleet his his Demar DeRozan's teammate in Toronto said he personally changed a, a billion dollar business by coming out speaking out he made the the owners the coaches uh, everybody pay attention to in, the importance of mental health. Like my wife said, they have now implemented uh, mental health professionals that travel with the team, that are with the team, that at any given moment, that they will talk with the team. During the bubble, we hear that during testing, they will often have uh, ask them, uh, are you going through anything? You want to talk about anything? They had a, a, a mental health professional there for you if you needed to talk with somebody. So this is very important. So I'm sure that his wife, uh, when he reconciled, that they went through a lot. I'm sure that he he finally opened up by him opening up to the public. It helped him open up to his wife and his family and help ease that tension and, and maybe give some more avenues to help alleviate and maybe talk about and some coping skills about depression.
0: Yeah, and he has two young daughters, and hopefully they can look up and and see him advocating and know that if they're going through anything, that they can say something, they can speak up, they can go to their parents for help, which I think is a beautiful thing that we need to be, you know, not only recognizing for ourselves, but for those around us, especially our young children who aren't knowing, right? They don't just, we don't just grow up knowing these things, we have to be taught, so Great job, Damar, for sure. So now we're going to get into blog talk. We have a blog going on on hilluniversity.com. Please check that out where we really go in a deep discussion about sleep and mood, the importance of our sleep and how that can definitely have an impact on our mood.
1: Yes, um, if you're not... Getting the proper sleep, it will definitely affect the way you act, the way you interact with people, uh, what you hear from people. Sometimes when you're not uh, fully rested, you may hear something uh, coming out of your supervisor's mouth that may be totally make you get very upset. But if you would just listen closely that the supervisor is not doing anything, it's just your mood is, is disturbed because you're not getting the proper rest.
0: If we're not getting enough sleep for our bodies, which it can be different. Mo- one person may need eight hours of sleep a night or another person can function fine off of six, but you have to know what is best for you. But if you're not getting what your body needs, right, just from a neurological standpoint, your mind is not having the 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 amount of time to rejuvenate or rest itself. We even recharge our computers, our phones. We have to recharge our mind and our bodies in order for it to work properly. And if we're not doing that, we're already starting the day off at a negative. Right. So maybe we already, you know, on a normal day have a higher level of anxiety or a high level a higher level of stress than another person. And we're tired, we're operating on E, right? We're gonna be snappy. We're gonna be more irritable. We're gonna be more frustrated. We're gonna be easy to anger, right? Because we're we're tired. You know, for me personally, I get hangry. Uh, my husband knows when I'm tired and I need some sleep, and I'm hungry because I don't mm-hmm. operate the same. Right. And we have to know that for our bodies, how we operate and what is best for us.
1: This is very true. Uh, when my wife goes through this, well. So we both have to sit there and look at each other, and sometimes I want to just give her a pillow and a Snickers to go ahead and get past that situation. But it affects us all. You know, I, I remember times trying to work two jobs, uh, you know, trying to focus on money and walking outside of the job and looking at a, a plant and thought it was a, a person walking a dog. Like, that. That these are simple steps that if I pro- progress and not get the proper rest, this can prolong into some other mental health problems, you know, and, and things of that nature. You you can also be irritable all the time, sad, it can affect the way you eat. And these can just further along complicate complicate the way you interact daily.
0: Yes again it's a basic need we our body needs basic things to function properly and sleep is one of those things along with getting enough water getting you know enough nutrition getting enough exercise sleep we cannot forget about that i've been seeing a lot of things even on social media right we'll sleep when we're dead or sleep is for for suckers or you know all of these crazy things when it comes to sleep and it's like no We have to have that. We can't just go, 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 and think that we're gonna get great results right, from our mental functioning, from our cognitive functioning, from even just a basic functioning standpoint. Um, Like my husband said, he walked outside and he was tired, so tired he thought he was seeing things because that sometimes that can happen. We can start to have delusions or symptoms of psychosis because we are tired, you know. Um, Have you ever gone more than 24 hours without sleep, right? What caused that? sometimes uh-huh. it's different things that can trigger that
1: yes I have uh pushed the limits of not getting sleep just working two jobs uh uh going to school and and, and it it caused so many so many issues you know you your body's hurting you, you're wondering why you're driving and and you pull up at the stoplight and, and the, the stoplight is getting you mad. You feel like you've been waiting there for five minutes, but in actuality, you've only been there for 15 seconds. The road rage, there's a possibility of road rage. There, there is so much frustration and just so much things that can go into not getting enough sleep. And and we don't think about it. We don't think about all the things that, that not having enough sleep can affect. Uh, like I said, when, when you're driving, it affects your alertness. It affects it, the way you perform at your job. If, you, if you're not asleep, and you're at a job where you're working with heavy machinery. or you are working with individuals? You have to pay attention to what they're doing. There's there's obviously ways that you're going to miss something if you're not fully rested. You know, your mind is going to is going to show you, and your body is going to show you that they need rest. Whether that's shutting down on you, uh, you falling asleep at at school, at at your job, or or maybe even worse uh, while you're driving. You have to get the proper rest. So you can be fully functional and do things that you love to do you can be there for your family you can
0: yes guys just one simple thing don't be naive to the fact that we need sleep and if you're not getting good sleep then sometimes we have to go Get some assistance with that, whether it be trying natural things, right? Some natural herbs or some teas to help us sleep. Chamomile, lavender, even scents, aromatherapy, you know, are great natural ways to boost better sleep. Because not only do we need sleep for our bodies, for our minds, but we also need rest for our soul. When we're just walking around tired all the time, fatigued all the time, we can't think, we can't focus, we don't want to be bothered because we're tired. Our mind, our body, And our souls need rest. So don't be naive to the fact that you need some sleep. And if you're not getting good sleep, right, sometimes we got to go to the doctors and make sure it's not a medical issue that's causing us to, to, for our sleep to be impaired. Okay. So just make sure you're not running on empty. You're not starting the day off already negative. Because you're not getting enough rest. Yes, we want to be motivated. We want to be dedicated to achieve our goals. So we push, push, push ourselves to the limit. But don't push yourself so much that we can't recover from it. Because we, we, our bodies will shut down. Just like that phone will shut off. When they don't have enough juice, your mind will shut down. And you don't want that to happen.
1: Please don't forget to go to hilluniversity.com and join our mailing list and check out our weekly blogs. Our next week blog is Sleep and Move. Please follow us on all platforms, the TikTok, IG, Facebook, on Hill University on all platforms. Check us out.